On today's episode of Titus and Tate, the NBA season is still over two weeks away from opening night, and the Phoenix Suns are certified frauds already. Yeah, is it over? It's over. They're, they've already won the fraud power rankings, mm-hmm. and the season hasn't even tipped off yet. And so. we've been 36ers guys for quite some time. Yes. We, we have believed in this yes. group. We think there, that Suns should be relegated to Australia. 36ers, let's pull them up. There was Phoenix. a moment in time where we thought about pivoting to being an Adelaide 36ers podcast. Yeah. We decided the market wasn't there for mm-hmm. it. Uh, then we had the debate, like, should we create the market? Like, maybe yeah. we, we pivot to being a 36ers podcast. We thought about podcast. buying the 36ers. Yeah, we did. Finding we, our next Luca. Yep. Uh, but but we did not do any of those things. <laughs> um, the Suns lost a preseason game. How much does this matter? Uh, if it was any other team than the Suns, I would say it doesn't matter at all. Mm-hmm. But the Suns, the way they ended their season last year, woof. Yeah. Woof. Some people were saying they're still in playoff mode. And uh, let's hope <laughs> they turn it off. It's a regular season the time. Ba- <laughs> the bad news, this yeah, the the the, the silver lining <laughs> is that the Suns are are in peak playoff mode. The bad news is <laughs> <laughs> that's not good. That's not where you want to be. That's if not where you are. Uh, also, there's a new pandemic in America, and it is called oh, no. <laughs> Kansas football fever. Dude. Oh yeah, I like what, that. What? <laughs> that's the one. That's the one I can get down with. I mean, my God, the Urban Meyer sweepstakes have become the Lance Leipold sweepstakes. Yeah. And uh, I can't get enough of it personally. So No, it's um, great. And they basically punked college game day into coming to Lawrence, Kansas. Yeah. They demanded it. They asked for it. And now we have a top 25 matchup in Lawrence, Kansas in football. Kansas has gotten so good at football that other programs are firing their coaches. Yeah. Thinking they're going to hire Lance Leipold. Like Wisconsin, Wisconsin was like, we're going to fire mm-hmm. Colorado. Colorado fires their coach and Wisconsin's like, shit, there's a lot of openings out there. We better fire our coach. We yeah. Get in on this and the action. good news as a Panthers fan is Matt Rule is available. So <laughs> any of those schools that strikes out on Lance, Matt Rule's right there. You're, you're trying to make this the, right, the Matt Rule I, I think he should go back to college. I think he, he'd have a good time. Uh, also, Dickie V's All-American picks are in. I'm excited. And, and Tate has taken back every bad thing he's ever said about Dickie V loving Duke. N- and never to, never yeah. said anything bad about yeah, him. Yeah, suddenly when Dickie V his mm-hmm. uh that's all it took was mr k retiring dickie v pivots away from uh durham yeah sets his sights on chapel hill and now he's there's a whole starting five for carolina and i think so that, every, every single team, team has one carolina guy it's amazing <laughs> he's like pete nance fifth team <laughs> i love it tate is uh you've done a good job so far of like keeping it uh you know kind of tempering your expectations like right? keeping the the hype train under control a little bit yeah, but yeah, yeah. uh I, I today reminded me that North Carolina is going to be the preseason number one basketball team, and you're mm-hmm. going to be out of the gate. I don't want to say insufferable, maybe to some of the listeners you will be, but you're going to be you're going to be very excited to start the season. And, and, and I was reminded that by the the group chat with with me and Jim that you you send Dickie V's All American <laughs> picks, and you're like, look at all these Carolina guys. No, I'm like the list looks good. You know what I mean? It, <laughs> it's been a long time. It's been a long journey to get to this point where North Carolina has players recognized before the season that's true uh pretty shocking stuff and uh, i'm excited about it i'm also very excited about some of the freshmen that we have this year remember my boy at kansas mj rice from henderson north carolina i'm invested in the national champions and in kansas football so i'm excited to see uh gg jackson for the tar heels he's uh he's gonna be great he's their big commitment right yeah man number one player in the class (laughs) that's gonna be exciting i can't wait can't wait to see nothing nothing happened behind the scenes there no Uh, no, i actually haven't heard a lot of news i'm gonna google what he's up to and (laughs) see uh what the newest developments are (laughs) i stopped paying attention in april uh we're gonna have a lot of fun today. This is gonna be a fun show. I'm gonna call my shot. I'm uh I'm I'm Babe Ruth pointing to the uh the yeah. outfield on this one. This is gonna be a fun show. Uh coming up at first. Woody Durham. He takes the time out. Technical foul. Technical foul. Technical foul. 
All right, I promise we're going to talk about the Suns uh, at, at some point in the show because that is the... Uh, that is uh, fascinating. It, it, in basketball circles, yeah. everyone's talking about yeah. the Suns. And there's a lot of different directions you can take the uh, the, the discussion. Um, but before we, we do that, I, I want to talk about this fishing scandal that I'm sure you know about. You know about. You saw this too, Jim. You're, you're aware of this. Absolutely. This is, this is a community discussion here. Yeah. We, can, we can get all three. I think everyone somehow caught wind of this story. I, I don't know if it was Woj with the winds and he was sending them that way, but it happened. So I guess I'll start there. What What is it about this story? And, and if you have no idea what we're talking about, literally just Google fishing scandal, hit enter. It, is, you'll find it, it. Is, it is like blowing up the, 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 the it, it, however, whatever phrase you want to use for things that go viral. I don't know. This is, a, it's, a, um, it's a big deal in the, uh, mm -hmm. in the world of sports, I guess. And I guess so. I, that, that's my first question, Tate. Is what is it about this that you think makes it such a? a, a why, why is this such a viral story? Like, why is this? It, mm -hmm. It's in your in your estimation. Why is this such a big deal? How? Why did this become? Why? Why is this something that we sat down today and we both looked at each other and we we're like, we should probably start the show with the fish scandal. <laughs> well, I, I think we love scandals as a nation, right? We we all are shocked, appalled. Interested. We love to be curious. Shocked. We yes, love to be. <laughs> yes, we sign up for this. We're like, oh my god! And when you think about a fishing tournament, right? You, you really don't think there are many ways that you could quote unquote cheat, right? Because yeah. at the end of the day, the fish is here. The fish has been caught. The fish has been weighed. Yada yada yada. But then you hear that weights are in the fish. Now you're thinking, wow, this is some next level galaxy brain stuff of cheating. <laughs> you know, as a nation in America, we're fascinated by cheaters. You know, look at Stephen Glass. Like every story about a cheater, everyone's like, I don't know. I need to hear it's true. about this. It's um, true. And it goes to even South Park when they did the race car derby, you know, and they're like, did you use only the equipment that we gave you? And Randy Marsh is, of course, yes, of course, Stan, <laughs> say yes, we did. And uh, it goes into hyperspeed, as we all know. And then we're all fascinated. So this story just brings up, it's very American. It's very um, intriguing. And it's also one of those things where I've never seen this before, I feel like. I, I've never seen a fishing scandal at this scale. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah. the uh, For me, it was the audacity, I think. It was yeah, that, the like. <laughs> I, I think uh, what you're learning. First of all, I'm glad I'm glad you said that that we love cheaters because cheating is hot in the streets right now. Yeah. I mean, Jim Jim called to our attention the chess. Adam Levine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jim called to our attention the the chess cheating scandal with the the guy may or may not have shoved beads up his butt. To <laughs> that was that was the consensus. Yeah. After all, but then like the more I'm reading that into out. that, the more I'm like, did did this dude Carlson just lose and it has just like a salty little bitch about it? That that's how that's how I'm feeling these days. I don't know. The more I read about him, yeah. Um, but uh, uh, what made the fishing one so funny to me is the audacity of it that that uh these fish. <laughs> these guys are like turning in fish you're, you're, you're turning in like a 30 pound fish that weighs or that's like a foot long and and shit, you're trying to get away with it. you know what i mean like i was watching the video uh shout out billy football uh, yeah uh part of my take is put this in the to my purview um i know he did knowing billy he ripped it from somewhere it wasn't like billy you know like billy no we'll give him credit yeah. we'll give him credit billy saw it on reddit and then just like did a screen grab and then tweeted out but whatever I'll tip the cap. His, mm -hmm. uh, his his tweets doing numbers. Um, Billy, uh, uh, the, the the video I saw that that he put out was uh, uh the, so they're they're opening these fish and they got all these weights in the fish. Yeah, and they just keep coming, Tate. Yeah, and I'm thinking like if you're if you're gonna cheat, if I if I was if if you made me enter a fishing competition and you told me, Mark, you have to cheat and you have to try to get away with it, win the competition, but get away with it. 
Uh, I would put like, I don't know, maybe one of those little weights in there. Yeah. I would put my thumb on the scale. I wouldn't put my like whole leg on the scale. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. And uh, that was what was cracking me up. I was like, this video is just like, it just keeps coming out. They're taking all these. There's there's another one. There's another weight you're pulling out. There's a filet fish that, I was going to say, <laughs> that, that's when I lost my mind. Because the, the lead weights, at some level, you're like, all right, lead weights. I get it. That That's the game that they're playing. <laughs> but when I see a full fish filet from Food Lion also shoved in the fish to like double the weight of the fish. And then I think about the logistics of shoving a, a frozen fish into a fish that you just caught and then still got the price tag on it. I, I, I it's, it's, it's senseless, but somehow I think it's a crime. And uh, I know the Ohio, it, it, this happened in Ohio. It happened in Ohio. So yeah. this is something that you can speak to. I think it was like to. Cleveland, right? Yeah. I, I think it was up in the, I think the guy who ran that. So it was his own tournament. The guy that in the video, the guy that is cutting the fish and pulling out the weights, that is his fishing tournament. <laughs> And he is basically up in arms about the integrity of his tournament. And he's like, this is not how we do things here, boys. I'm so sorry. He, he apparently put on Facebook like a long apology, like about the integrity of his event and how this would never happen again. But these two guys, the guy in the video that's just standing it's there, just silently, standing there his partner screwed him. His partner screwed him hard because it, it should be the two of them at least taking it together. Yeah. But he's just standing there by himself. Yeah. Everyone's like basically shaming him to his face. Jim, what's, Unbelievable. What, what's the move? If you're the guy standing there, do you think he did the right thing and, and just standing there as everyone's yelling at him and yeah. threatening his life and saying, call the cops and all that? Or like, if you're that guy, what, what could you possibly do at that point other than just stand there? Deny do, it. Do you just deny it? Yeah, just be like, I don't know what this fish eats. Yeah, <laughs> he, he should have blamed his partner that wasn't there. He was. He should have been like, this is not me. This is at the hand. This, this, this blood is not on my hands. I, th I think that made it uh, so fascinating, too, is that you rarely do see a, a video of a guy who is so... Like, a lot of the cheating scandals, what makes them interesting, at least to me, is the uh, the gray area of, of mm -hmm. trying to come up with a scenario where maybe he didn't cheat. You know, maybe may, maybe Barry Bonds didn't take steroids, Tate. We don't know. We don't, we know. don't know. There's no way of knowing. Yeah. Um, and you could like argue the the middle ground or the gray area. And to have uh, uh, on video, <laughs> so oh, uh, 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 open and shut case, and then to have a guy just standing there. That's the other part that was so funny. It's like the guy, the guy like it was so open and shut. The guy had like, you could just see his brain short circuiting like, what could I possibly say? Yeah, no, he had nothing. He literally had nothing. And the funniest part is when he first guts the fish. This is the guy who runs the tournament. He just yells out to the crowd, we got weights in the fish. And somehow everyone got it. You know, they were like, we know what they're doing. And that's kind of the crazy part, because as Jim pointed out, I guess these two guys have won a lot of these fishing tournaments yeah. in this league that they're in. And so there's been a lot of people that have been suspicious. The, the fish was supposed to weigh four pounds, but it's checking in at seven pounds. Which is the which that is, insane also. is insane, dude. Yeah. You're doubling up what if the, the normal If you're trying is. to cheat, like make them weigh four and a half pounds. Yeah. And I think five. that's yeah, you get Maybe away with that. Yes. Yeah. You, you you make them weigh five, you get Put away with it. Put two weights in there. Yeah. Two lead weights. <laughs> There's like six in there and two fish he's stuffed in there on top of it. What about the guy just standing there silently and everyone yelling <laughs> in his ears like drill sergeants, you know? And he's just like <laughs> people are screaming, call the cops. <laughs> like things like that. Who well, do the, you call? That was the, my if you're a police officer, you get that call on nine one one, and they're like, "This guy is cheating in this our fishing tournament." Do you just hang up the phone? You're like, <laughs> yeah, oh, I think we so. got real stuff to deal. Well, with. I, I mean, I so. given the amount of money that was at stake, I guess like it's getting the police involved, like this is this guy's going to go to jail, isn't he? Th that's what the right. Uh, like you defraud, the, if you defraud somebody for hundreds of thousands of dollars, you're mm -hmm. going to jail and boats. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, I I, I would assume it that- said it was in the hand of quote Ohio officials. Now I don't know who these officials are. I guess it's like the gaming. Ted Valentine lives in Columbus, so I think it might be him. Okay, so it might be Ted Valentine. Yeah, this is his final call. <laughs> Ted Valentine shows up with well, his hands on call. his hips. He's like, cheater, <laughs> charged. <laughs> I heard you guys need an Ohio official. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll take it from here. I can't believe that guy got away without someone actually doing something violent. I know. To him, I know? agree. I agree. That kind of says a lot too. That they, this is a very cordial group, and again, speaks to the integrity of the event at large. But I think, uh, I think cheating. I, it 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 shows that if there's if there's something of substance on the line, mm-hmm. people will cheat. And yeah. I guess like in a in 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 some way that like sort of warms my heart in a in a backwards way like i i would love a, a utopian world where people don't cheat tape but like you see you see people cheating at, at fishing to, at this scale to 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 cheat in this manner yeah um it's nice to know like it, th- this just happens everywhere it's nice to just have like a blanket to just realize that like if you put if you put like uh, i mean a small level like if you do bar trivia at any bar in this country and you put like someone's 10, cheating a 10 dollar gift certificate on yeah. the line for the winner there's going to be cheating going on at, at at that bar trivia absolutely 100% it's the pinewood derby and, theory if yes. you have any sort of event someone's going to cheat somebody's going to cheat <laughs> we see it you see it if you've ever done like a charity scramble yeah. like you're raising money for for kids with cancer or something yeah. And it's Look just at the like Girl Scouts with the yeah, cookies. Yeah, Come on, you do. You've do, you've 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 played scrambles where it's like the yeah. money's going towards like some like very serious. You know, mm-hmm. it's we're all just here just to like who cares about who wins? We're all here just to raise money for a great cause. And if we could just like help these children with leukemia, yeah. I think that's that that's that's really the goal. And then the final group always comes in like two strokes under everybody else. Yeah, and that's how it goes <laughs> every single time. And that's how it goes. And we know this, and that's that's why we're all so fascinated by it. I did find the Facebook post from uh, Jason Fisher was his name who ran. Wait, what? The tournament. Fisher's his name. His name is Jason Fisher. Your dentist is named Crentis. I uh, exactly. That this is that kind of moment. His last name is F I S C H E R Fisher, um, and he said, "Quote: Disgusted guys and gals. I'm sorry for letting you down for so long, and I'm glad I caught cheating taking place in your loot at the same time." I hope you know that when I say you built this loot, that's the tournament L-E-W-T. It's an acronym. Oh, okay. And I will defend its integrity at all costs. I mean it. You all deserve the best. <laughs> so he's fired up. And and in the video, that's kind of, you you wouldn't know the stakes without him setting the stakes in the video. When when he's like, we found weights in the fish. Yeah. Like, it hits in that moment of how much it means. Can I say this? Yeah. Um, I... I think the the cheater. I, I again. I think the cheater should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. I think like given the money that's at stake, um, this is very serious. It's like it's funny to see a guy cut open a fish and pull out weights, yeah, <laughs> a and filet then fish a, and, then, and then ask people to take pictures. He's like, yeah. someone take a picture of this. And then yeah. finally, the person that's taking the video goes, "I'm taking a video." Uh, so I, I understand the severity of it, yeah. but I also, I don't know if this is a popular take tape, but I as I was watching it, I thought to myself. It's kind of wild that competitive fishing exists. It, it never really dawned on me until in that in this moment watching this video. It is kind of wild that competitive fishing exists at all in any way, shape, or form. Like it's it's. I, I had a similar feeling as I had when I was watching skateboarding in the, in the Olympics, yeah. which is like this isn't this goes against kind of the point of 
the activity. Yeah. So put like a score to it. It's supposed to be like not a part of any sort. Like we're separate culture. Yeah. We don't we don't condone this BS. This is all pageantry. It goes and then ag- they're in the pageantry. It goes against like the very event itself to now like put a score to it and yes. put like a and decide there's going to be a champion in this. Um, and that's what I that's what I felt uh, with the fish because because in my mind if 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 you're someone who likes to fish and I do so I I'm I'm not saying this from a place of a guy that's like leave the fish alone. I'm out there ripping lips on the reg, dude. You know this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I, I might be the best fisherman I know, honestly. Like I can't, I certainly don't have a friend in my life who's a better fisherman than me. Um, but I also like that, that's, I don't, when I fish, I don't do it competitively. I do it to like chill and drink a beer. And, but so I, so there's that part, but then um, even if you're someone who's like, I, you're, you're out there fishing all the time. And then you say, I want to up the stakes. I want to have like more of a competition or whatever. Yeah. I don't really, I mean, is the competition not between you and the fish? Is that not ooh, the whole competition? Ooh. It's kind of like golf. I mean, it's between you and the course. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not about anybody else. But at the end of the day, we've upped the ante. We've included the whole stage of it. And I'm going to be honest with you. NC State people are going to get very upset. They're the fast fishing national champions. I know this is are. what they do. This is the only thing yeah. they have to grasp to. So don't, I know. don't it's bring not it. A, it's, fast fishing is different. I don't I think it's popular. But like in my, as I was like trying to, to, to flesh out logically competitive fishing in my head i'm like dude i i, I just I, I, I it doesn't make any sense because even if you're even if you got to the point where you're like i want to make yeah okay that's cool me versus the fish that's the competition i need more i want to mm-hmm. feel more alive i need to make money from this it's what about the open market tate how about that how about you yeah. catch a bunch of fish and and sell them to somebody you know like what happened to that that's how you if you want to beat your friend go start an llc and and <laughs> go get a commercial fishing license and make a shit ton of money catching yeah. fish that way yeah there you go you know <laughs> that, that's, the, know. that's the next wave <laughs> i think so i think so also when when i think about competitive fishing it is like you said it's supposed to be like a leisure activity at some level but i do think after seeing this i'm a little more skeptical about some of those weights i've seen of certain fish coming in i think this oh, might be yeah. more rampant than we than we even could have imagined i think this might go all the way to the top whoa and I don't know what the top is in professional in professional fishing. fishing. Yeah, it's hard to say, but, but this goes there. It's going there. <laughs> Call the Ohio officials. No, I don't. I don't. Yeah, that that, that it, it took this incident for me to realize that I'm out on competitive fishing. I, I used to mm. like actually kind of watch the. I, I like. I used to wa- like watching the uh, the bass fish, the college bass fishing. I, I'm telling you, <laughs> national it's a, it's a big competition. <laughs> I did used to like watching it, but now I think. I took a step back and just analyzed the whole scene, and I was like, "Why is this a thing? Yeah. Why do we need to?" Make this like, I don't know. Imagine there's like a. Never mind. I'm not gonna make. I, I I've already offended the, the competitive fishing community enough. But I'm scared we got a cycling problem on our hand where everyone's juicing in the fishing world. Everyone's putting these lead weights in fish at the top level, and and that's what I'm concerned I, about. I, I'm, I'm I'm scared about the domino effect of this. This this does in my mind just scratch the surface of like yeah. what is the cheating that's going on of in the course. fishing world? Like mm-hmm. who who is bringing their own fish and then swapping them out? Who you taught know? these who, guys who already, <laughs> how to do this? And why, again, do they have to shove another fish fillet in the fish? I won't ever know that. Hear me out. You you have like a small little pond in your own backyard and you're just like juicing these fish to the gills, yeah. literally. You're just very shoving, bonding you're, them. you're yeah. just shoving steroids into all these fish. Then when it comes time for the competition, you get like a cooler, you tell everybody it's mm-hmm. full of beer, you don't let them look inside. Um, and you put like one huge ass bass in that cooler. Yeah. Right? You following me? Mm-hmm. Then you go out on the boat. No one's paying attention. You reel one in or something. Maybe they are paying attention. You reel one in. You do the switcheroo. Mm-hmm. 
bingo, bingo, bongo. You just made $100,000. Indiana Jones, <laughs> yeah. just replace it. Yeah, just replace it. Who says no? I don't know, but I, I feel like that could work. I mean, that, that that's where we're at the point after this competition. And again, this was like, a, I guess, a private event, but... I take Seems back. Like uh, I take back what I said last show. By the way, when we were talking about uh, Penny getting off from uh, um, paying for a recruit to move <laughs> his yeah. entire family, and then he was like, "That was not special. I do that for everybody." Yeah, he was like, "I would move anybody <laughs> from Nashville." And then uh, everyone celebrates because everybody hates the NCA, uh, myself included. By the way, I'm I'm not making a joke as though he should have gotten in trouble. I'm just like laughing at the situation. Um, and I, I I said that I don't know if there's a, a scenario where. Uh, people would care if like in college sports, like if, if you're cheating, would be, you know, we, we kind of like talked about that. I take that back. People would hundred percent care if like Alabama was cheating or, or Ohio state football was, yeah. Doing a deflate gate deal or doing a stealing signs or something like that. People yeah. would hundred percent care. Of I think course. Look at the Astros. The, the, the thing people wouldn't care about is NCAA rules. So like the rules within the game, once the game starts, you're disrespecting. It's the Rick Pitino. I never disrespected the, the game yeah. of basketball. Thing. I disrespected everything, everything outside, else, but in yeah. that arena, in, in, that the, arena, in the KFC yeah. Yum Center, I never disrespected the game. Facts. So I think, and like, we agree with that. We're yeah, like, yeah. Coach, you're right. So I think that's what it is. I think you can disrespect the NCAA and the system all you want, but then once the game starts, if you're cheating, mm -hmm. I think people would lose their mind. So I just want to do a little uh, cleanup from last show because no, I, I mean, I thought of it. That, that's what I learned too watching this fishing video. I was like, yeah, people would 100 percent care if if they if you found out that. I don't know that George has been playing with a slightly smaller football that makes Stetson Bennett throw it farther. <laughs> I mean, and then it's Missouri, and then yeah. Missouri made him play with big balls. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, I can't do this. Yeah. I think people would be into it. I don't yeah. Know. I mean, anyway. that, that is true. NCAA stuff though. No one cares about, and they're about 10 years away from no one even remembering the NCAA at this point. So there you go. Why don't they have an official on each boat to watch? They probably do. They're when going they to now. seen him throwing the weights in. So they do now, but that's when you get your friend who has a scuba license to be waiting oh. in the lake. Oh. This is, yes. Very yes. Ocean's yes. Eleven. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fool's gold. I mean, <laughs> whatever it takes. Let's become our, competitive fishers. No, our our uh, our cheating ring that we've, <laughs> that we've created in the world of fishing costs us $8 million a year to execute. Yeah. <laughs> we and we've made 300000 in prize money. Yeah. <laughs> the economics the, the economics don't make a ton of sense but god damn it look at those trophies <laughs> look, at, look, yeah, look at the status look at these trophies i could sell all those trophies for about twenty five thousand. oh man uh next, next we're gonna find out the singing fish is fake as well whoa i know it's sad whoa no i'm way. never watching competitive fishing no ever again B what, what, is, what is that the bass master billy 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 bass fish right or what yeah, was it called like, like billy it was billy something right it's Big ridiculous that we all Big remember billy. Yeah, yeah. Billy. <laughs> it's ridiculous we all remember those commercials what a what a time to uh that was the monoculture yeah. as they said that was <laughs> the death of the last semblance of the monoculture was big Mouth. yeah we should all have one on our walls to pay tribute to this last time we were all moving in the same direction as a society if they're fishing if they're having these competitions in lakes that are stocked does that count also oh that's artificial they're pumping yeah. the numbers dude that's just some uh juice in the balls yeah it's just like juice in the balls that's all that mm -hmm. is yeah it was at remember, Lake Erie. Remember right? when? Uh, remember that was uh, the theory with the NBA bubble that the, mm. that they were juicing the ponds because yeah. every NBA guy that would <laughs> they would go fishing and like even Ben Paul, Simmons yeah, caught a fish. Yeah, yeah. Like, no way. 
It was like this big though. Because Paul Paul George is a big fisherman, right? Yeah. That was a he was a, a big. A, that's why I liked Oklahoma City. Yeah, yeah. like fishing. Yeah, yeah. And then there there was a moment like that. That seems to happen in the NBA that like one guy gets into something and then it's a slow trickle where like guys like wine. Yeah, wine. One guy likes wine. Yeah, and has a winery now. Everyone has a wine. Um, and and that was that was a thing. Like I haven't heard of anybody fishing in forever now in the NBA. Mm. But for that moment in time, like Paul George, when he was in Oklahoma City was huge into fishing because he must have said something at some point he must have been like i actually don't mind oklahoma city because i love to fish and then like a year later he's like i hate oklahoma city <laughs> yeah now he's like trade me now trade me to, please get me out of here everyone's LA. like i thought you like the fishing he was like i i like it also in la yeah um but then everybody was into fishing and then it just kind of went away but but they they definitely juiced the pods they definitely of course did the bubble. well the nba did a lot of stuff in that bubble they juiced a lot of situations <laughs> to keep everyone happy and that uh, wasn't just the pond. How is that documentary not out yet? Oh, right. That's what I've been waiting on. You know who's going to make it? Showtime. But it's a Showtime doc. They pop out like the, about the, fishing in the during no, the, bubble? No, the bubble. No, just about, <laughs> just about like, the bubble in general. I thought you meant the fishing. No, that's just, just one about part. The, the guys who would go play. Uh, th those are the stories that were cracking me up. The guys would go play golf and their golf cart would get the whole like seven and they'd park by the woods and then like you could track the golf carts mm -hmm. and apparently like I, I heard like multiple stories about this that like the, the you they, they could track the golf like every golf course tracks their golf cart but the golf cart would just suddenly stop like at by the green at hole seven next to the woods and then it'd be parked there for like three hours mm -hmm. <laughs> and they come back and grab it <laughs> they come back and grab it Grab the car and, and finish the round. The only so, guy, <laughs> the only guy who got in trouble was Daniel House, right? Like he was the only one that they like threw under the bus, like, and he had well, already Lou lost. Who was it? Lou Williams. Well, Lou Williams, well, Lou Williams went like he, yeah, yeah he, he was. Yeah. Who was the, was Daniel House? The guy that stepped over the line, like the, the, the way they presented the story was that he was he was picking up his Uber, yeah, his he, Uber Eats yeah, order. He didn't know where he could go for the Uber Eats, and order, he like yeah. stepped over one line, and, and then <laughs> and then the Rockets were already the series was over, so then they were like, he's out of the bubble. They were like, we got we got to have a firm fist for this. Now the bubble would be a great documentary. They start hearing about all these dudes, uh, personal trainers that they're bringing in. That oh, like they, yeah. they, they, they <laughs> masseuses, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, but yeah, make the doc, make, make the, doc. the doc, and we'll dude. and we'll review it, we'll watch it. Let's make talk the about doc, it. somebody make the doc. <laughs> Speaking of uh, the bubble, like that, great segue, dude. Yeah, can we talk about the greatest bubble team of all time? Bubble Suns, eight zero. Which is, I, I think, the Suns as a franchise peaked in the bubble. I really do. I think that was. I I, I remember it was both the start and the end. Yeah, in one. Blip. Yeah, you you yeah. could argue that going to the finals was better. It wasn't. It, wasn't. it really wasn't because it was just. Uh, it you have your heart ripped out by Giannis, and now you've established an expectation, and now every time you don't win the title, as the Phoenix Suns, you're a failure. And let's be honest, they were up two zero in that series. Yeah, they won both games at home, and they thought they were going to win. That the was pinnacle. The, the pinnacle is one hundred percent the bubble. It's been all downhill since then. Yeah, and um. And it, it, it continues to get worse, Tate. The the Phoenix Suns, in case you missed it, folks, lost to a Division Three team. Um, <laughs> a uh, what, what what league is this? The NABL? NBL. 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 What's NABL? North American Baseball. North American. What what's is NABL something? NABL. I don't know. I don't know. The NBL right. is is Nambla? Australia. <laughs> Nambla. <laughs> 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 NABL uh National Association of Bond Lawyers. <laughs> like James Bond lawyers? They all they all talk, they all introduce themselves as they all work for M6 or whatever. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right, so that's definitely the Barry Bonds lawyers. Yeah, is that what it is? this is an NBL Australian team, um, and uh, yeah, they they were they were supposed to lose by thirty three points according to Vegas. Thirty three point favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are saying this is the biggest upset in the NBA since the Charlotte Hornets summer league team of twenty nineteen lost to China. Through, through the game to China. <laughs> through the game. Did not lose it through the game to China because Michael Jordan was trying to help the league. He was trying to help diplomatic relations. What else can he great, do? Great point. What else that's can a great, he do? That's a great point. Um, also, they had a 33-point loss the last time we saw the Suns. That's what I was going to say. In this the playoffs. Is, then they were favored by 33 against the 36ers. Whoa. Wow. This uh, The last time we saw the Phoenix Suns was Game 7 at home against mm-hmm. the Dallas Mavericks. They lose by 33. It was the biggest uh, uh, quitting choked like it wasn't even a choke job it was it was it, just it, like yeah deandre Ayton got benched and basically quit on his team and monty yeah. williams has not talked to him since that happened as someone who complains all the time about uh how small market never getting respect and um you know that that, that the coast dominate like the, the aaron judge situation we have yeah. going on right now where everyone knows if he you know played for the royals no one would give a shit um I gotta say, Tate, the the the, the a, a great example of it working in the favor of the small markets is the Phoenix Suns game seven against the Mavs, where if if this was like the Nets that did this, if this was the 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 Celtics, the Lakers, yeah, the Knicks, even the Warriors, the Warriors mm-hmm. uh had lost game seven in that manner when they were so heavily favored to win the title, where they were the best team in the NBA all all season. Um were they the sixty four and eighteen, I think. Yeah. Is I that think their so. final record yeah, last yeah, year? Yeah. I, that's all anybody would be talking about all offseason. That, that would be it. That would be coming into the preseason. That would be all the talk would be about how bad the Suns choked, how the Suns are frauds, had th- this, this, this. Uh, and it took them losing to the 36ers for everyone to rem- be reminded, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. These guys are frauds. I forgot. Yeah. I completely forgot. And that's kind of, that works in the Suns' favor because I think, uh, you know, it, it, I really do think people, a lot of people forgot. And then Robert Starver situation, we'll call it, happens. And like they did a good job of like, muddy in the waters and trying to make everybody forget that you had the most embarrassing home playoff loss these eyes have ever seen yeah certainly i don't know maybe ever in the history of the nba but for me it's number one on my list and especially if you watch that series because you remember in game five you know they they win at home the suns basically think they take control of the series they're making fun of luca and you know just kind of very similar to what happened with the heat in the mavericks in 2011 in the finals when they were making fun of dirk and then it all came back in their face. And that's kind of what happened in this series. And Dallas, I mean, it was a drubbing at home. And they were laughing at them. And Phoenix, like you said, I mean, they they quit on the biggest stage possible. They were supposed to be playing the Warriors to go back-to-back finals. They were supposed to be a team that a lot uh-huh. of people thought would win the NBA championship. This offseason, DeAndre Ayton leaves, signs with the Pacers. The, Pacers. Yeah. Yep. the first time they've ever done a restricted free agency deal. But then the first Sun- time the Pacers have ever taken a big swing. Yeah. Ever. And then the Suns are like, well, I guess we have to match on this big mm-hmm. swing. So they bring DeAndre Ayton back. He's not supposed to be there. Chris Paul, Devin Booker apparently don't want him there. Monty Williams hasn't talked to him. So we have like this whole drama brewing. And then the first time we see them play, DeAndre Ayton looked great. Mikael Bridges looked great, and uh, everyone else did not look great, except for the Adelaide 36ers, who had a guy, uh, Craig Randall, who played at Memphis. Shout out to Penny. Not mm, for Penny Memphis is he, back. Memphis is Memphis back. Memphis basketball's back, yeah. He balls out in this game. I mean, he's hitting threes from everywhere, and they basically embarrassed the Suns in front of everybody, and this is the first time a team has come over and beaten an NBA team in the preseason since Luka did it with Real Madrid over OKC the summer after KD left. You know what I mean? So yeah. like that was a team that also Which that had doesn't a very count weird. That situation. doesn't count because like 
uh, Real Madrid, like if you're a EuroLeague team, you're basically an NBA team. It's yes. like the same level mm -hmm. as the NBA. So that's like not even that big of a deal. Giannis um, and uh, Jokic said it was harder. It's harder, yeah. It's actually better than the NBA. They said we have to play <laughs> basketball over here. It kind of sucks. I would like to go back to taking my three steps. <laughs> <laughs> um, is this a big deal? I think I, I, I think it might I, be. Honestly. I'm waving the flag. As, this is a big deal. Because the, the, the only thing I can liken it to is uh, college teams losing to... D two teams, yeah. you know, in exhibitions. It happened when I when I was at Ohio State. We lost in 07 to Florida in the title game. The very next game we played after that was Finley in an exhibition game. Finley was uh were they the D two national champions? I think they're the 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 reigning D two. I don't know. They were they were really yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you know, I'm not making excuse. They they were very, very good. It was a very good division two team, but still, you know, we, we, had, we had just played for the national championship. And we lost all their guys, and Finley beat us. And I remember, like, it was the most. Coach Mata wrote Finley on the board in our locker room, and yeah. he left it there for the entire season. He wrote it in Sharpie. It was like permanently on the dry erase board. So all season, we used that as motivation to go to the NIT and win the NIT. <laughs> I mean, great motivation. Also, I, I think that's what the Suns should do. Maybe they can win that in season tournament that they're yeah. talking about. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the Adelaide 36ers, there's, they, I got their record. They were 10 and 18. In the so NBL. this wasn't even a good no, team. No, they finished seventh out of ten teams in the NBL last year and were ten and eighteen. So this is a bad team in the NBL. <sighs> and they came over and straight up smacked these guys. And the Suns, after the game, Monty Williams is like, we didn't respect them as a professional team. That's not a good sign. Oh my God. And also Monty Williams hadn't talked to DeAndre Aiden, I guess until this game. <laughs> was this a this wasn't the RJ uh, Hampton team, was it? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. No, it wasn't. But they play yeah. Oklahoma City on uh, on Friday. Oh, really? This team, the 36ers. So we'll actually get a real test to see, like, if this because if, if they beat the Thunder, you're like, okay, well. This so this team... so this isn't even a this isn't even a Carlton Ravens situation when Carlton, mm -hmm. the Canadian team, had a bunch of you know. The, There's a stretch there where Carlton uh, was beating Division One team. They beat Syracuse, right? They beat yeah. they beat Wisconsin one year. I think it I was remember. Wisconsin. Yep. Um, and. I, I remember Syracuse lost to was it Lemoyne? They they lost a they lost a, the Wesley Johnson Syracuse team. They lost a uh, they lost an exhibition game, and then they ended up getting like a one seed. So maybe this isn't a big deal, but it, but that's different. College yeah, is different, right? It's different. It's different. And also, like the guy that crushed them was Craig Randall, who I said went to Memphis, but he also was the G League Most Improved Player last year. So he was playing in the G League, and then he goes over and signs with the seventy, the thirty seven, we call them the seventy six, the thirty sixers. Can we uh, can we dust off an old reliable here uh, on on uh, sports talk uh, uh, basketball sports talk old reliable? I want to pull it off the shelf and uh, dust it off and maybe open it up again, Tate, and revisit. Could the twenty fifteen Kentucky Wildcats? Ooh. Beat the 2015 Philadelphia 76ers, which was hot in the streets for that entire yeah. season. That was the big discussion. And all the NBA people were like, there's no world, zero world, mm -hmm. in which any group of amateurs could ever beat a group of professionals. Can't happen. Won't happen. You'll never see it. Couldn't possibly happen. Then I'm in the back of the room raising my hand, and I'm like, guys, remember when the Dream Team lost a bunch of college kids? And then they said, shut up. Get him out of never here. Never happened. It was like a Trump Never, rally. He pointed at no, me. Yeah. And it, was it was like, like Nike. He was like, shut him <laughs> up. Him shut him here. up. Put tape on his mouth. Um, so so what should we revisit it? Should we should we we should go like we should walk around the Fox lot and try to find like Skip and uh Shannon and Colin and also Nick Wright. Yeah, say, Nick like, Wright. Would they, love Nick, this. Nick Wright would love this. Discussion. Also, Devin revisit Booker. <laughs> yeah, could the 2015 Kentucky team beat the 2022 Suns team? Devin De Booker yeah, Devin, versus Devin, Devin Booker. Booker. <laughs> but I like Devin Booker off the bench for the 2015 Kentucky. I like that. He's not matching up with Devin Booker. 
<laughs> Could college Devin Booker beat NBA Devin I Booker? Think at this point, I like college Devin Booker's moxie a little bit more. Oh, Because Devin Booker, did you see this? He put up on his Instagram, which this is the reason I have trouble in Paradise Fives. He put up the LeBron video. I mentioned 2011. He put up the LeBron video where LeBron was asked, how do you feel about the haters celebrating your failures? You know, And he was like, yeah. you know, no matter what happens. They have to wake up tomorrow and live their sad ass life. Is this Shaq or the bro? What kind of <laughs> is that? It's just a hilarious. It's one of the greatest clips ever. But he put that up and said mood, you know, like as as if like uh, he was upset about the 36ers winning this game. It'd be it would be a lot better to me if they just brushed this off and kind of laughed it off. But that's not how they handled this. They no, handled it because like, they're rattled. They're very obviously yes. they're frauds and they know it. They look in the mirror and it, just, it doesn't even. There's not even a face that reflects. It's just a big. It's like a magic eight ball. You just turn it. Their mirrors are magic eight balls. It yeah. gets turned over. It just says frauds, real big in the mirror. And yeah. They know this. Mm -hmm. Chris Paul knows this. Devin mm -hmm. Booker knows this. DeAndre Ayton knows this. That's that's who they are. It's in their DNA. Yeah, they're frauds. <laughs> it's scary. It really is. And I think it all goes back to that one video where Devin Booker is playing pickup and he gets mad about a double team, and that automatically. Mm -hmm raises red flags you know what i mean and then you you extrapolate it from there you have 71 points but you lost the game you know mm -hmm. and you take a picture with the 71 card mm -hmm. but you lost mm -hmm. so it's like all these things have added up over time you get to the finals Giannis is like we're playing big boy basketball stars got to come to play didn't necessarily happen so i am very worried about the suns i hate that they lost javelle mcgee in the offseason he goes to the team that beat them by 33 the dallas mavericks you don't think the mavericks own them like in yeah. mentally yeah they do so if they face each other in the playoffs again, I'm I'm not looking forward to that. For I don't I don't like the mood movie that the the tweeting the yeah I don't like that. Everyone everyone knows you just like if if you feel like the haters are getting to you, you just say rent free. Exactly. That's the move. That's always the move. Yeah. If you do it anything hits every time, or I guess, or you could do you could quote every single word of the man in the arena speech. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's LeBron's backup. That's, that's his go-to backup move if he has to do that. Every single word. Just write the whole thing. On yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then everyone's like, he's right. You're not in the arena, man. Shut up. And you win. I mean, but they're definitely affected. I am very worried. I If they're the if the panic button is in front of me, I pressed it. I, just, I like to envision Savannah James is upset that LeBron hasn't done the dishes. You know, the dishes are piling up in the sink. She's like, when are you going to help out around here? And he just goes... It's not the critic who counts. <laughs> it's the man in the arena. <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh no, not this. LeBron again. just walks around and any <laughs> any modicum of criticism, he's just. It's not the critic who counts. It's the man <laughs> in the arena. What is the speech? Man in the arena speech. Yeah, it's a Tom Brady, LeBron. I feel like that's what Tom Brady's doing to Giselle right now. Whenever he goes back home, he's like, I, I got something for you to listen to. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit mm. belongs to the man who's actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood like a man. Mm. <laughs> it cracks me up. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, like this, it was a good, it was once upon a time a good speech. I mean, it's it right. Good, it's, it's right. right. It's yeah, great. It's yeah, correct. it's correct. It's just been bastardized. And, and now yeah, it doesn't now work. Like, now, now it doesn't, doesn't hit the same. But originally you're like, wow, great point. <laughs> oh man yeah um, i'm worried about the suns that, that's really the big takeaway of this and uh the nba there's a lot of teams to be excited about and i think there's a lot of teams that are trending up and the suns who are you excited about the Cavs. really yeah i would uh Cavs year i'm gonna no i don't think they're gonna win the title but i'm gonna stick my neck out and say Cavs are top four in the east along with the uh sixers along sixers, with obviously bucks. the bucks and then i think um, the celtics are back up there 
despite all the drama. I think yeah, the I think the Celtics are, I think as much as I'd like to pretend like they're going to go away, they're not. They're not. They're not. I think but those are your you top know. four. And maybe the Nets sneak in there. What about Ky- the Heat? Uh, I like the Heat. They're top six. I don't think they're top four. Okay. And But in the playoffs, I like Jimmy a lot. What about the Pacers, dude? No. Dude, Benedict Matherin is him. I like him. Do you not get that memo? No, I like him. Okay. He might be rookie of the year. There you go. <laughs> but that doesn't mean playoffs. I really like the Cavs, though. I, I'm excited about the Cavs. I'm excited about the Hawks. I think the Hawks could be top six team in the East. This is Dick Vitale, man. This is this is. I Dick got my Vi- twenty five, uh, you know, top five players. Yeah, you really that's, are. You're, you're all in on Dick Vitale. Like, uh, this is this is Dickie V filling out his bracketology. Is what you're doing. We're right excited now, that Dickie V's back, though. I, I think that's what got me going today. I, I open up ESPN and it's the lead thing. It's like Dickie V's top twenty five all American. Let's take a break and come back and talk about Dickie V. Maybe a little football. How's that sound? Let's do it. Quick break to get a word from our sponsors. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash T ampersand T. That's CoorsLight.com slash TNT. Please celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. After all, who doesn't love a great deal, right? And when it comes to great rates on insurance for all things in your life, GEICO can help, like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners, condos, or renters' coverage. You could save even more with a special discount when you bundle your coverages. Plus, add the easy-to-use GEICO mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and choosing to switch to GEICO becomes an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save with great rates and discounts. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com to get a rate quote or contact your local agent and get started seeing how much you could save today. All right, Tate. Let's talk about Dickie V's. Uh, th- this, is, this is the college basketball news that you said. This is the biggest news in college basketball world right now, you said, is Dickie V put out his All-American team. And yeah. How many, how many Carolina players are on there? Three? Three. <laughs> Should be more. How many, how many people are on his All-American team, by the way? How many teams did he name? He, he five? had five teams. So he has five <laughs> starting fives in college basketball, and he is calling them his All-Rolls-Royce Ro- squads, the preseason mm. All-Americans. Uh, he is still hitting, still uh, delivering the goods. I mean, and the first team is pretty self-explanatory. Like, if you and I were to sit here and just riff, who would it, who would it be? We, we know who it would be. Oscar Shibway, reigning yeah. National Player of the Year. Yeah. Drew Timmy. Somehow still playing college basketball, but of course he's going to be on that list. Armando Baycott, going to be on that list. Trace Jackson Davis, going to be on that list. Yeah, And then yeah. the fifth guy we've seen everywhere, Marcus Sasser for Houston. So that is Dickie V's first team. And I and I give him a, it all checks out. It all checks out from there. Uh, do you think, okay, I mean, I, I, I don't see any glaring, you know, maybe, yeah, I don't know. I don't think there's anyone there that you're like has to be on the list. I mean, Hunter Dickinson might be the name that Michigan fans are up in arms about, but he's on the second. I'm going to say this while no one's listening to our show because it's still the off season, and like you know, half of our audience is is they're ready for November. Yeah, they're yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm not gonna I'm going to say this now, so I don't say it in front of people who are actually listening. I think Hunter Dickinson's actually good, and it, it disgusts me to my core that um this guy got better last year and he came back to Michigan and mm. I think you might be right that he should probably be first team All-American. And am I, am I doing this to jinx him? I don't know. I don't know either. But, That's what I'm confused about. But, uh, <laughs> I hated that. I, 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 so you're saying swap Trace Jackson Davis for Hunter Dickinson. 
Maybe. I, maybe pull out Marcus Sasser and just go five bigs, dude. I like that. Just I like, go five I like bigs. Five bigs. <laughs> I, I, I'm right there with you. I think we go five But bigs. also, I'm trying to do like image rehabilitation in the city of Houston because I shit on Houston so much, which mm -hmm. like, I'm I'm not, I don't, I don't apologize for it. Houston, Houston had an opportunity to play Gonzaga. They dodged Gonzaga. They scheduled Our Lady of the Lake. It was it was fraudulent at the time. It's fraudulent now. Everyone knows it. Um, they had they had an easy walk to the Final Four that year. I mean, it, you know, and they it, lost it, to ECU. That was yeah. the most damning part of it all. Yeah, yeah, I never I never had an axe to grind with Houston, and then they they got my respect last year with the with the run to the Elite Eight. Um, but. So I, I got to leave Sasser in there, or else Houston people are. But Houston people don't listen to the show anymore. Uh, yeah, and I they, also they I, I like the idea of five bigs. I five think that supersedes cool. yeah. who we're upsetting. So let's take Sasser if, out. Let's yeah, that is true. Team. If I take Sasser out and I put Hunter, a Michigan guy in, then you can't you can't say it's you can't objective. Say, yeah, it's, it's like objective. that's yeah, you know, yeah, that's true. What about Hawkes? I mean, Jave Hawkes might be first team at the end of the year, but he he is locked in on second team right now for Dickie V. Dickie V's got him right there. Uh, that number two. I spot. gotta, I gotta start looking at some. Uh, the, I gotta start looking at some national player of the year odds because Hawkes. He's right there. No Johnny Juzang this year, dude. Yeah, and it's UCLA's his world. still gonna be very good. And, and his sister's at UCLA playing women's basketball, so he's yeah. got. It's like family, family business there. He knows what he's doing. And, and Hawkes plays a style of basketball that is. He, he's a stat stuffer. He, he's mm -hmm. like he's not a guy that's triple gonna, double. He doesn't go cold. It's impossible for that man to go cold because if he's not shooting well he just finds a way to grab every rebound and yeah also just, mick cronin i mean if there was one player that mick cronin could say we're gonna hang our hat on this guy yeah it's gonna be homie hawkins yeah i mean he loves homie hawkins triple j how could you not dude he's gonna i might have to look into that isn't it fun I might have to, that might we get to like gambling college on, basketball it's like we know these players oh dude it's gonna be so fun it, it's so this is gonna be the most fun season in a long time that's why i think i got excited when i saw dickie b's list because when you see all the names spelled Whoa. out in front of you I just I just noticed this Posh Alexander Jim St. John's third team mm -hmm. third team Dickie V All American hang it that should be first team yeah wow best perimeter defender according to Dickie V out there R J Davis of North Carolina on the third team Jalen Wilson of Kansas the national champs on the third team Antoine Davis of Detroit on the third team I thought that was a pretty yeah uh, you know that's like Dickie V who coached at Detroit right so that yeah. might be a bit of a homer pick but I like where his head's at Zach Eady on the third team. And then when you get to the fourth team, Tiger Campbell, still doing it. Max Acemas, still doing it in college basketball, still going to be out there. Terrence Shannon, still doing it, but at a different school, going to be at Illinois. Colin Castleton, you and I enjoy watching him at Florida. That's going to be fun. Yeah, Colin Castleton, I, yeah, I like that guy. And Todd Golden, we know, is going to get the, uh, the media love going into the season. So I think Castleton could be someone that sneaks up and uh, maybe get some big votes. And then on the fifth team, Isaiah Wong of Miami was the name that really stuck mm -hmm. out to me because mm -hmm. I thought that was a pretty big deal that he came back, a team that went to the Elite Eight. And uh, Severe Wheeler for Kentucky led the country in assists on the fifth team there. Um, uh. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, uh. you know what's really interesting, though? Of these five preseason All-American teams that Dickie V put together, what is one glaring missing thing? Zero freshmen. Zero Duke guys. Zero Duke guys. Not one. The, it's one and the same. I mean, I'm, I'm saying the same thing. <laughs> yeah, we're, saying the same thing. <laughs> we're both saying the same thing. He did know that he has uh, no freshmen because they don't deserve to be on the Did he say that? Yeah, he said that. In the, in the, he said, you got to touch the court before I put you on a preseason list. Oh, that's great. Old school Dickie V. I love, love to see it. But no Duke guys. So I also uh, love uh, that fun. Max A. Smith being on his list. Where <laughs> Max A. Smith is... Uh, Boy, is he milking the? It's not Max. It's not fair to Max. He he's not doing this. He didn't ask for any of this. No, but like everyone watched him in the tournament. They have not watched the game. They've not watched the game. But, but they continue yeah. to put him. Yeah, right you're there. like, why? Okay, yeah. Max Aismas, fourth team All American. Why is that, Dickie V? He's like, 
Remember that tournament? Yeah, he's like, what a run. <laughs> that three games that he played well? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What a like, run. Yeah, those three. <laughs> it does remind me of uh, of Steph. That uh, Remember when we were working at the Rigger and we did a uh, – uh, the everyone just putting together their like favorite college basketball players of all time. All time, yeah. <laughs> everyone picked Steph Curry. <laughs> and everyone we worked with picked Steph. We, you and I just looked at each other like I, – I was following college basketball – as a, it was my profession. I was getting paid to do it, and I still think I watched Steph Curry uh, non NCAA tournament games. I think I watched like two games yeah. that he played because none of them were on TV. He played Oklahoma. Yeah. He played Blake Griffin in Norman one time. LeBron was at the game. I remember that one. Um, he played North Carolina. He played. Duke. Maybe he played North. Yeah, maybe. But there was like like you watched no, like two th- or three games. There's probably five games that you could have watched outside yeah. the tournament. <laughs> and I lived in North Carolina, and Davidson's in North Carolina. But there's still probably five games you could have watched as Steph Curry. And every time that he was on TV, yes, it was cool when people would watch, especially after he made the first run right. when he came back. But like you said, I mean, the, how many games could you have watched? <laughs> Nobody was watching. It's like everyone watched the Georgetown game against Roy Hibbert, and they're like, "That's my favorite player." Also, ever if 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 you asked. Uh, uh, Put a gun to like NBA fans' head mm-hmm. that that swore that they loved following Steph Curry in college, and ask him when his final game of college was, and they will tell you it was Kansas, yeah. the Elite Eight, of course, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That's when he left. That's when he went right <laughs> to declared for the draft. Yeah, and the next year he did that. That was like because you remember Nike did the whole witness T-shirts, like they had T-shirts uh-huh. that said witness, and then LeBron was at the game, and he was also like the Nike witness athlete. So it was like LeBron right, wearing yeah. witness, Steph's wearing witness. The next season, they were trying to promote Steph as like you know you got to witness this greatness, which was all cool. But again, I think he had three games on national television after that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I'm, tra- I'm trying to witness. I, I want to witness. <laughs> How do I witness? How can I witness? This? On the back of the shirt, it should have had instructions on download. A, are you familiar with a VPN? Yes. So what you're gonna need do to you do have is. Wire? <laughs> do you remember when uh, Loyola, Maryland, and Baltimore held Steph Curry scoreless? He was the only team to do it in college because they double teamed him. That's the right. Whole game, That's right. And he yeah. stood in the corner, and two guys were on him. That's right. And so they were playing four on five, and Loyola lost by thirty. That's and the coach is like after the game, they're like, "Was that a good idea?" He's like, "Yeah, we're the only team to keep him scoreless." <laughs> yeah, and like, but you lost by thirty, and he's like, "Kept him scoreless." That very did score on us. Devin Booker yeah. mindset of that yeah. coach. Jimmy yeah, Patsos. But... Jimmy Patsos was the coach. I think he so... got thrown out that year too because my sister was there, and he got thrown out, and he went up in the bleachers and coached from the bleachers after being ejected from the game, and was like yelling plays. But th- you're right, Jimmy Patsos. Yeah, he should uh, take over for Duke. Okay. It'd be awesome. Uh, what is it? Thirteen years later, you're uh, you're still talking about it. So I mean, mm-hmm. exactly. Obviously, it worked to some degree. Genius. I, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, he <laughs> never. Yeah, I'm reading the article right now. I mean, they he was down thirty nine to seventeen at halftime, and uh, they asked him like if he was thinking about changing the strategy at half, and he said it's working. <laughs> <laughs> Mad genius. <laughs> I would love to see what Jimmy Patsos would come up with. If he was managing one of the teams that's playing Aaron Judge down the stretch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He would have something up his sleeve for sure. Yeah, I think he's, they said in this article that he led the country in technical fouls that season also. So he was basically Petzos? like, yeah, he was either oh. going to get thrown out of the game or come up with some <laughs> And Cur- Curry also still led the nation at the time with 29.2 points per game after. Even after sag, having zero. After getting wow. shut down. <laughs> shut down. <laughs> completely. <laughs> after being completely figured out. Those two guys that, that were guarding him just tell everybody they shut down. Their yeah, yeah, oh, literally. Absolutely. Yeah. 
I guarded him the whole game. He scored zero. Get him on the Knicks. I mean, here's his quote. Here's Patso's quote. We had to play against an NBA player tonight. Anybody else ever hold him scoreless? <laughs> I'm a history major. Are they going to remember we held him scoreless or <laughs> they lost are. by 30? They are. You tell me. That's what he said. They my man. My man. Where's he now? In jail. <laughs> he's in jail. <laughs> yeah, he's he actually just uh, won a fishing tournament. <laughs> and he, he's under investigation. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, Thinking man. outside the box, man. Yeah, Dude, uh, what a legend. Tyrese Hunter, by the way. I see him on here. You mentioned him. I'm excited for... Have you, have you been paying attention to the Tyrese Hunter shenanigans? It's basically he's just like rubbing it in an Iowa State fan's faces. That yeah, he's I, not I, Texas. I've seen some of it, yeah. I, I don't like that. I don't like the transferring in conference either, yeah. I mean, I sort of respect that te Texas... Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my best to see it from Texas' point of view. That uh, every time you play anywhere, you, everyone's doing horns down. Mm -hmm. um, they, we, we were, in, it was, it was an Oklahoma gym where the restaurant, we, where we went into one of the bars and they had a horns down, like uh, an entire like neon, like the thing must have cost like five thousand dollars to make. That <laughs> it's they probably just, Oklahoma. I think it was Oklahoma. Yeah. Do you remember this or no? No. You always, Which yeah. bar? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, like, we had a bar. Jim's I don't remember it. <laughs> Jim's like, I barely remember yesterday, man. Come on. Um, there, they, but they, but they had like, they, they were, they weren't, even, they were playing Nebraska. It was Oklahoma, I remember. And they, this bar yeah. had like this huge sign that was the the Texas logo just turned upside down. Um, so I understand from Texas's point of view, it's like everywhere you go, you everybody hates you, even when they're not even you're not even playing them. Like you know, the, the Oklahoma will do horns down when you're playing Nebraska. How does that make any sense? So I get that, but at the same time, uh, for Chris Beard to go to like stick double middle fingers at Texas Tech as he goes to Texas. Yeah. And for Tyrese Hunter to kind of do the same to it's Iowa bad State. karma. To do it to like these conference, like, I don't know. It's very... It's bad karma. It, it makes Texas very hateable, but at the same time, I think Texas revels in that and is like, great. That's hey, what we're no, trying to do. No, they are know? literally pulling the James Franco, hate us because they ain't us. I mean, that is literally Chris Beard's motto. He's like, hate us because they ain't us. We're going to take all these top players. We're going to piss you off. But at the end of the day, is Texas going to win anything of note? And that's always been the problem with Tech. Texas yeah. has killed the hype train in basketball for as long as I can remember. Even when they got Kevin Durant, it was like, okay, Texas basketball, they're legit. They're for real. Lamarcus Aldridge, oh, man, Texas basketball. TJ Ford, it's true. oh, man, Texas basketball. It's yeah, true. When do, when do we see the other shoe drop for Texas basketball? Chris Beard is the chosen one. But I don't like the karma play that they're making there. That's, that's not what you want to do. So are the, are the Chargers more Gonzaga or Texas? Oh, my say? God. I said the Chargers were Gonzaga of the NFL, and it made a lot of sense, but now I'm wondering. That's actually good for the Chargers to be the Gonzaga of the NFL. I'm not really sure they're that. They might be like the NC State of the NFL. So they might be the Texas, you know? You yeah, exactly. Like they, they, have a, they have great branding, I will say, the Chargers. Bolt up, so maybe. Te so does Texas. Yeah. They're in a big city. Makes people sense. Lo people yeah. love them. <laughs> we did see that. We went to Barney's Beanery. We saw uh, one guy in a Justin Herbert T-shirt jersey, you know, and I was like, uh, wow. Chargers fans, we're out there. Yeah, uh, Pac-12 update. Uh, the Los Angeles Chargers, we can confirm. We The three of us watched uh, football at, at Barney's Beanery in uh, West Hollywood um, on Sunday. Yeah. And uh, the Chargers audio won out. They had every game going on at the same time. Yeah. And they were playing Chargers audio. So uh, don't let... Don't let the don't mainstream let, media yeah. tell you that. Don't let Colin Coward, our, our friend of the show, say that the Chargers are a cheap ticket because no one wants to go. People want to go, and they want to listen to. They want to listen. They want to listen to. And Tate's tickets are available. If yeah, you want to buy yeah. Them. I got two tickets. <laughs> and I will say. <laughs> Section 206. <laughs> um, in spite of the audio being on at the bar as we were watching, 
uh, every time people started clapping, my instinct was to not look at the TV. The Chargers were on. And I'd be yeah. like, oh, I wonder what happened in the other <laughs> games. <laughs> like the bar would erupt and clapping. I'd be like, did the Cowboys score? Like what just happened? You pointed this out. We It felt like we were in, in the uh, NFL like classic commercial where there's just like tables of different jerseys everywhere around us. And that was what was yeah. happening at Barney Spinner. You could see a Vikings jersey, you see a Raiders jersey, you see Patriots jersey. And by Patriots, I mean a Matthew <sighs> Judon jersey sitting across from me. <laughs> And uh, Kyle with an OSP tattoo. Yeah, with an OSP tattoo. Um, yeah, who you, has a Matthew yeah, Judon? You know those uh, the NFL team shop commercials where it's like uh, it, it it feels like the setting is like a baby shower. Yeah, and like um, it, <laughs> somehow everybody at this baby shower is wearing an NFL jersey. Yes, and every single race is represented as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> the yes, yeah. yes. And you're looking at yourself and you're like, I've never seen a group of people ever that looks like that, that we're, we're, there's a Vikings fan and a Chargers fan and a Bills fan, and they're all somehow like best friends. That was happening. And uh, it happens in LA, I guess. Right? Yeah. No, that's, Hollywood that's what, magic. Yeah, Hollywood. That's, that's, yeah. It was happening. I'm, I'm still not sure if we were in the commercial or not. And it might've been being filmed that day, but it happened around us. That was cool. Um, what, uh, do you have any football thoughts before we do shout outs? I mean, any, any, any updates <laughs> on your, uh, on who? I don't know. I see you wearing the Drake I mean, jersey I, look, over there. Here's the update. If you are a fan of someone in college football, a player, you can go to Fanatics right now. You can go to the team. You can put in their number. Like, you can just search the name of the player that you like and their number. It pops up. You can buy their jersey. And apparently, they get 10% of the cut. So, I'm wearing a Drake May jersey Have, right now. Top five quarterback in the nation. How do you um, how do you know this? I'm not I'm not saying I because Drake May tweeted it. Oh, did he? And, and I and I went out and I and I got the jersey immediately because I was like I gotta I gotta protect my quarterback QB one whatever he says I do, um, and it's official, man. It's like it's everything you want, and this is something that you and I barked over uh-huh. years ago about. I just want to get the player that I like with the name on the back, no confusion, and obviously NIL made that not possible. It's possible now, so pointing that out to the people. Fanatics has got the deals. They got the jerseys. You go make it happen. You could get your Drake May jersey today. And then I wanted to point out there are three teams in the country with 30 plus touchdowns. It's, oh my God, Evan Turner. Live, answer live. It. Should I answer this? You should answer it for sure. Tell him I'm gassing up Drake May. <laughs> Ask him if he knows who Drake May is. Evan, what are you doing, man? Yo, no funny shit. I'm just showing you this. Because legit, when I emailed you from my email, I got my phone literally like the day before that. You responded, you emailed me. Evan, we are uh, we are recording the show. We're not doing it live, so we'll we'll edit some of this out. But I have to I have to ask you the honest tweet. Bro, I'll, I'll answer a tweet because for whatever reason, I think that was the most off the wall thing I ever said. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> yeah, apparently. But bro, if we're keeping it honest. If somebody didn't want any attention, they wouldn't have attention. Giannis always wants attention, right? So, like, I wasn't... If we could say a Dane or, like, a Drew Holiday or something, but Giannis likes attention, and that's okay. But for you to sit up here and have me listen to everything else, like, when you say, yo, he's a seven-foot point guard, it's not. He's a center. Like, and then you tell me now I have to go all the way down and listen to him say that he wants to disappear and be yeah. like Tim Duncan. Okay. <laughs> like, it's just as simple as that. Like, no, you can't say anything just to say it, bro. Like, I'm, I'm not wrong for saying that Giannis likes attention. <laughs> <laughs> Someone aggregate that. 
<laughs> Let me, uh, nah. <laughs> No, but I can't believe you're my boy. Am I bugging? <laughs> Am I bugging? <laughs> I'll uh, I'll call you back, man. Great to hear from you, Evan. Hey, bro, take that. Hey, don't take that jersey down. <laughs> <laughs> don't take that jersey. Peace. Down. Oh, oh great God. to hear from you. How about Evan? that? Yeah, that's live a, on the show. We, we did not plan that. That's a know, great uh, check. I don't in. know why you Facetime me. I, I'll be honest with you, Evan Turner. Not one time in our my life did he Facetime me. Well, that just goes and to just show that you me. did. You buried the hatchet, like you said. We buried the hatchet yeah, a couple yeah. weeks ago. The hatchet is. Buried. I did not think that that when Evan made his first appearance on the show, it was going to go like that. That's not yeah. how I I saw it happening. But uh, no, that was good. That was uh, he he he's got beef with the honest dude. Oh, I think he just explained it. It's no beef. He's just like, be real, you know, just just be honest. You do like the attention. And as he should, he's the best player in the world. He deserves the he, attention. He does like the attention, but and, and but I, but he did the way Evan's Evan, not wrong. It's yeah, just like the way he did it was not right. There's everybody likes attention. Who doesn't like attention? Exactly. Every single person on it, yeah. but saying somebody like pointing a finger and saying you like attention, mm-hmm. nobody takes that accusation well. Like no, nobody, no, yeah, no, you know. No. So and there's irony in it because you're like getting attention by pointing out that they like right, attention. Right. So then the finger gets flipped. But right. man, was it great to hear from Evan. That's hilarious. <laughs> he, uh, I, I, I texted him. I, I, what, the, the first part he was saying, I texted him like two weeks ago and he didn't respond. Like he texted mm. me. It was one of those like we were in the middle of a conversation. I, I sent him something that under normal circumstances should have had it should have warranted a response it was like a, i don't know not to get into it too but it was like it was very bizarre that he didn't respond and, so and you, were like, oh, God. you were like oh yeah, god you were like oh god is yeah, the hatchet not buried um and so he's calling basically just to say i just now saw your text two weeks ago <laughs> yeah sure sure <laughs> whatever you say evan um all right what were we talking about my, my final football point is that uh college football wise there's three teams in the country that have scored 30 plus touchdowns it is the number one team in the country Alabama Crimson Tide. It yeah. is your alma mater, the Ohio State Buckeyes. Oh, one of the best offenses we've seen, and it is my North Carolina Tar Heels, wow. led by my quarterback Drake May. Um, so those are your, it, by a lot of people who just count based on touchdowns. Those are the top three teams in the country right now. So I'm I'm very excited to be a part of that group. I will say your Drake May propaganda is working on me. You it's, like it? I, like I'm getting like I'll, I'll be honest. Haven't watched him play one single snap, <laughs> but I find myself. Every Sunday, yeah, interested in what Drake made. You're trying to see the stat. Line. Yeah, I want to see the stat. And then when line. you see the stat line, you're like five touchdowns, yeah. no interceptions, no. and he and he jumped over five people I'm, along the way. I'm not kidding, dude. I, I'm very interested. Like when when yeah. you're telling me about Drake May, I'm very interested. And I want to hear more. I just like for whatever reason, I haven't I haven't found any North Carolina games. That. I mean, I'll I'll say this. I mean, Virginia Tech hates North Carolina. Like the football culture hates North Carolina because we're in the same division and we fight over the same recruits. Yada yada yada. I cannot believe that we blew out Virginia Tech the way that we did uh, on Saturday. That is something that I have not seen often. I think Carolina was 4-14 and 14 against Virginia Tech since they joined the ACC going into that game. So Drake May giving us all hope. The defense held him to 10 points. That's the, probably the biggest <laughs> upset of the, of the year so far. So Carolina football, I'm all in. 4-1. Uh, I, I got to watch a game. I gotta don't watch this weekend. Them. We're playing Miami. Oh, and, really? uh, <laughs> you know, we're we're the kings of doing the U down. That's like our, our <laughs> entire program just does the U down to Miami. Again, coastal rivalry. Uh Mario Cristobal, I think he has had you you said Finley was written on the board for Thad Mata. He's had Carolina written on the board yeah. since day one. They want to wreck us and we're playing down there. So maybe not this weekend. Maybe when we play Duke the next weekend. 
Watch uh, the Duke game. I like I'll, when you I'll watch, watch the Duke, Duke game. game. Yeah, when you yeah, watch the Duke game, yeah. good things happen. I, I, honest to God, I'm not just saying this. I've, I've watched a lot of Kansas football. I, right. I, every single like when the Ohio State, the, the Ohio State, they uh, have a Heisman Kansas, Trophy. Yeah, yeah. Ohio State, Kansas were playing at the same time, and, and when Ohio State game gets out of control, which is some, some point in the first half, I just <laughs> flipped it over and I watched the rest of the Kansas, uh, Iowa State game. God bless that Iowa State kicker, by the way. Yeah. I mean, thoughts and prayers to that guy. That was. Yeah. <sighs> If, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, they're down three at the 14, end of the game. 14-11, yeah. It was uh, fourth and inches, fourth and maybe one. I don't know. And there's less than a minute left. And uh, the, the poor guy had hit the uprights twice already in the yeah. game. <laughs> and Matt Campbell, uh, uh, another coach may have said, you know what, we're just going to, we're, we're going we're gonna to try to get the first down. I'm going to live and die <laughs> with my offense. We're going to see what happens. Mm -hmm. He threw this poor freshman kicker out there that already hit the uprights twice. Oh my God! The look on that guy's face—he was just like, "I, I want no part of this." But Kansas is five and zero, first time since uh, two thousand nine, dude. Yeah, it was a little shaky, like you said in that game, for Kansas to get to five and zero. But once they got there, they're yelling from the rooftops. And now we get college game day there, and TCU looks really good. TCU just blew out Oklahoma, yes. so they're going to get a tough team coming to Lawrence. But it'll I've, be fun. I've found myself this year with football so far. I don't know how long it'll last, but I I feel like a little bit of a football hipster in that um I'm, I'm I find myself like getting into the uh the stories or the teams or the mm. like uh, same thing with Cooper Rush Cooper Rush and the Cowboys like Cooper Rush has become my favorite quarterback in the NFL because he came on our show during Super Bowl week um and I read an article and prep for that interview mm. about how he used to be a fat kid yeah and then I asked him about it thinking like he and I would form a bond as fat kids who eat maybe, maybe he was like I also eat Costco sheet cake straight from the fridge mm -hmm. he had the Chipotle <laughs> yeah, burrito thing also, yeah Got 50 Chipotle burritos and stored them in my freezer. And then he's like, can't relate. <laughs> and uh, instead, instead, we broke him. Instead, I broke him. Yeah, and I think was, we sent him on this mission yeah. to prove everyone, including his own father, wrong that he really is that guy. He really is one of them ones. And it, it's got to the point where some of my cowboy friends who are irrational because, again, they're Cowboys fans, they're saying they want Cooper Rush over Dak. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I do. I do. I do too. I'm not a Cowboys fan, but I want Cooper. That's a that's what my football watching has become, though. It's like I I want to see what Kansas is going to do. I want to see yeah. what Cooper Rush is going to do. I'm interested in Drake May. Um, who else is on my? Uh, you know, you know who's on my? <laughs> if I did like a hipster football, I don't know why hipster is the word I think, but like the you know what I mean? Like the yeah, the, the stories are like like yeah, we could talk about is Alabama or Georgia or Ohio State deserving of number number one? But you know what's more important to me? Can Kansas go to a significant bowl this year? Or do we think they're that good? And um, stuff like that I find fascinating. But uh and USC, are they legit? That yeah. was gonna say, you know who else is on my hipster power rankings is the uh, linebacker for USC. Have you seen this guy? The Eric Gentry. He's oh, yeah, six yeah, six, yeah, like yeah. 195 pounds. <laughs> he's their best defender. Yeah. USC is a hilarious football team. Caleb Williams plays like he's in a video game, which I think is a good thing. It's More a compliment, not, I think. But like, yeah. yeah. He just makes the dumbest decisions and they work. And I'm like, what Sometimes. And the other times, like, okay, he threw three picks. I'm throwing him on there too. But that the, the linebacker for USC that that transferred from Arizona, they played Arizona State, and I was watching that. And then they were they were spending a lot of time talking about him because he had transferred from Arizona State. Mm. Um, and he looks like a basketball player. I mean, he, he looks yeah. he looks like Mikhail Bridges. Put him in tight end. Put him in tight end. That's the move. Or DN. It is jarring, dude. Like if if you haven't watched USC play yet, go watch USC. 
The first snap. Of I haven't defense, watched the game live. I've just watched highlights after the fact. The first snap when USC is on defense, it'll it's jarring to see a man playing linebacker and that big, that tall. Who's that tall and skinny? It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's hilarious. And UCLA is also undefeated, right? Yeah. So I mean, we're yeah. we're in a college football city in Los Angeles. <laughs> at the end of the day, Pac-12 update: the uh, the two Pac-12 teams that are leaving the conference are <laughs> are, 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 are wrecking it right now. Um, dropping out of my hipster rankings would be uh, Washington. By the way, speaking of USC, yeah, Michael Penix. I think the dream is dead. Yeah, I think but Kentucky. By we the caught way, it a couple. Kentucky, weeks ago. Kentucky's falling out of favor too a little bit. Like the way they lost to Ole Miss was that was that looked like the Kentucky football I know and love. Yeah, Will Levis fumbled twice in big spots, and they just kind of choked it away. Kentucky lot, uh, was the better team, and they choked it away. A lot of people are pointing out that Cal had his guys wearing football helmets uh, in practice leading up to that oh, game, really? and uh, they think that they he might have he might have been reverse jinxing his team a little bit, but who knows? How, Who's to say? How how big of a smile did, did he have watching that they game? Lost the He's probably texting Lane Kiffin. He's like, "Good job, buddy." He is the Grinch, just slowly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, basketball school. <laughs> um, One last thought, and then we'll do uh, shout-outs, closeouts. Uh, receiving zero votes on my hipster power rankings is the Scorigami. Mm. Uh, I, I'm not into that. Are you into that? I'm not into it. Are you into no. this, Jim? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Okay. I've heard of All it, right. but I don't, what is it? It's a score that's never happened in the NFL before, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, John Boyce came up with it. I like him a lot. His content's great. I, I, it, so it's not just NFL. It's college, too? It's NFL. Oh, okay. Um, I'm, I'm a huge fan of his. I, Jake Marsh is a huge fan of it, of the Scorigami. And he's, oh, I, he's, I don't want to shit on it. I don't, I, he's, uh, he's, he's attached himself to the Scorigami, and he's tried to you know, spread the word. We of, like Jake. Yeah. He's, a, he's a disciple of the Scorigami. For me, though, personally, mm-hmm. don't care. Yeah, Do no, I mean, that, that's how I feel There's about a Scorigami in the, one of the NFL games on Sunday, and I saw a lot of people on the timeline talking 48 about 48 to 45? Was that what it was? Something like that. I think, it was, like, I think it was that and, game. And what I was thinking, if I was active on Twitter, I'm not so much anymore, but uh, I was thinking... For me, I was going to tweet this. For me, I simply do not care. Mm. I was going to quote tweet it and say, for mm. me, for me, just for me. This is just my thoughts. Yeah. Do not care. Yeah. I was going to do Don't the care. Rick Pitino. I was going to really comment on this <laughs> and really go in, but it will not be me. Someone <laughs> someone, someone, should go in on this Scorigami thing, but it will not be me. Uh, wow. Yeah. I mean, there yeah. you go. But uh-huh. I, I'm glad that you got our listeners up to speed because I saw a lot of people tweeting about Scorigamis and yeah i i kind of i don't know i, I get why people are interested in it i'm not you know i'm yeah. not i'm not gonna be a hater towards it. it's just like yeah. you know there's some things tiktok's one of them too i'm like you know go do yeah. you kids go do tiktok enjoy it for me not i will not yeah. yeah i already got enough. i got enough going on on my phone i don't need anything else uh shout outs closeouts what do we have uh jim i want to hear your shouts but quickly uh i just want to shout out the braves uh the the defending uh, world champions the Mets fans in my life have been so obnoxious about winning the NL East. They've been mm-hmm. talking since the summertime about winning the NL East. Oh, it's you're a Braves over. fan now? No, I'm not a Braves okay, fan. Okay, all right. I, was- I just like <laughs> to see people have to deal with, uh, like, I don't know. It's just been hilarious to see the Mets fans talk all this shit. And then they play the Braves in Atlanta. This is basically for the division this weekend, and the Braves swept them. Yeah. And uh, beat DeGrom, beat Serger. Yep. So, uh, yeah. It was very funny to watch as a as an innocent bystander and having watched all the narrative, co- you know, because New York gets gets their coverage. Exactly. The Atlanta Braves uh, got it done. So that was fun to watch. So shout out to the Braves. Adding on to that, shout out to Elton John for talking crap to Mets fans. He was. At, what? Well, at his concert in Nashville, he said something that makes me very happy tonight. The Braves swept the Mets. Me and Elton and John. And all of <laughs> Me and Mets Twitter 
is canceling Elton John. Dude, I, I'm telling you, because they're, they are a cult. We talked has about cults on the show. The Mets fans this year yeah. turned into a cult, yeah. and they, they only believe each other. The Mets, the Jets, and the Knicks – uh, the the fan the New York fan bases like because like the Yankees fans are are insufferable enough but they win and they, so they've won twenty seven times you're like yeah. all right I get it yeah it the 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 Mets fans that pretend like they're the only franchise and mm -hmm. the Knicks fans are the same way mm -hmm. and and the Jets <laughs> that you're the only franchise in your entire league mm -hmm. that is downtrodden that yes. like oh we have a good team and we just can't get over the hump oh damn the Mets at it again. Like, bitch, get in line. That's like 75%. That's of, everybody. That's everybody. You're everybody. You're not special. You're not special. <laughs> that's really <laughs> what we're yelling at you. You're not special. That's what I, last night as I watched the Braves win on Sunday night, I said, you know what? You're not special. You're Thank not God. special, dude. Finally. Finally a break. Imagine it, being a fan of like the Angels and you, yeah. have, you, have, my, you have the two. You honestly might or have. Or the Manners or, or Seattle. Like Seattle, They, they yeah. haven't gone to the playoffs since like 2008. You want to talk about downtrodden though. The the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, Angel, in, in Orange County City. That's their official name, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah. You got them all in there. They, they might literally have two of the top 10 players in the history of the game ever. In the history of the Not my who? opinion, but. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Aaron what? Judge? <laughs> Anthony Rendon. She's <laughs> <laughs> on the Angels. Pujols? Albert Pujols. Yeah, there you go. Um, no, you're right. You're right. But they can't, they can't win Jack shit. shit. They can't yeah. win shit. <laughs> yeah. That's why no one cares about them whatsoever. Yeah. I don't know. But right. you're right. Shout out to the Braves for I I, I do not like the Mets. I do not. It's care not. For the Mets. It's really the fans, like the actual team yeah. itself. The Mets, I, I don't hate as much, but the the fans and the way that they talked about the Braves as if like it was a foregone conclusion. And the Braves won the World Series last year, and they were really only up ten games. Like, yeah, it, they act like they were up twenty games, and it was an impossible. The Mets Mets fans <laughs> are cocky, having not earned it. Yes, it's very strange. Yes, yeah. they're they're very cocky, but then also they're, they're somehow like want to live in a world where like they're cocky because our team is so much better than yours, but also like, God damn it, we we're so cursed and we'll never exactly. Be, and it's like you can't have both. Can't have both. And I like you know the, the if they the, were playing the curse card, I would actually be like, I feel bad for Mets fans this weekend because the Braves just swept them, and now they're going to lose the division. Like the Red Sox, for example, they were cursed forever. Then they mm -hmm. won titles, and they 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 were they they their identity went from being cursed to like now we're entitled and spoiled. Now we're whatever. the Yankees, yeah. But at least it's like it tracks. It's consistent. Yeah. Like you were you were you yeah. Know. They won what three World Series and so yeah, forth. And then so you, you, you did the pit, but like Mets fans want to live in both worlds. You can't do it. You yeah. can't do it. Pick Get a side. Get out of here. Either be a martyr or not. Yes. But don't, don't, don't. I want to shout out uh, John Calipari. Hang another banner for this man. Uh, he has another $100 million man. And oh, yeah. Uh, roll the decks of former players. Tyler Hero signed, uh, what was it, $120 million for four years? $120 with uh, $10 million incentive. So in total, $130. So anybody that wants to say that John <laughs> Calipari is a failure right now, like th that this is not a good stretch for Cal, that he lost to St. Peter's, mm -hmm. that, you know, that things are not going well, that he hasn't won an NCAA tournament since when? A game since when? 2019? Is that yeah, correct? Something like that. Um, pre pandemic. Wow. I, pre I think we should just say pre pandemic. Pre pandemic. Sounds yeah. More ominous. Yeah. Just, <laughs> like which pandemic? Yeah, exactly. Is this a Spanish flu? He hasn't won since. Um, uh, so like an old radio guy. He yeah, hasn't won a freaking game since the pre-pandemic days. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, the haters will will are, are are silent today because Tyler Hero has signed a hundred million dollar contract. So John Calipari actually graded his job, as it turns out, and and climbing to four billion dollars in uh, contracts. I think Whoa. now he's at three point three billion. <laughs> wow. So. Just keep adding it up.
<laughs> I like to think at the Kentucky office they have to keep updating that yeah. that graphic of three billion. They have, they have a thermometer. Keep... <laughs> it's a dryer. They fill in dry erase, and some manager will come in every day to send like a screenshot of his contract so they can confirm it. <laughs> the thermometer's <laughs> bursting. It's overflowing. Oh my yeah. god, four billion dollars. It's amazing. Um, I want to shout out. I saw this uh, uh, news that Indiana, when the North Carolina Tar Heels come to Assembly Hall, it will be a whiteout tape. Oh, they're, wow. they're, they're busting out the whiteout, but also, more importantly, there is officially, and we're, I'm a little late on this. Uh, apologize. This, this, this was announced a few weeks ago. There will officially be be beer in Assembly Hall for the first. No time way. Ever. Yeah. For that game, that's and the they first signed game? A, they signed a contract with uh, Molson Coors, so there will be Coors oh Light. Oh my god! We will be hammering silver bullets that's, in Assembly Hall. That's great news because I'm gonna have to on drink. I'm gonna go ahead and get ahead of this. We all know what's gonna happen that night. Uh, Indiana's gonna win that game, and they're probably gonna win by like 20 points. And uh, I'm gonna have to come on the show <laughs> that night, and you're gonna say panic button, North Carolina. <laughs> is it over? Are they the new UCLA officially? Yep. And then I'm gonna have to sit there and say yes, panic button. I hit it. I smack it. I'm not ready for that, but if I have a silver bullet in my hand, I'll be all right. I'll be all right. And I can then handle that. We're, the show, boy, dude, I'm so excited for this season. We're we're going to Bloomington for that game, yeah. November 30th, and then 17 days later, Ohio State, North Carolina, yeah. play in Madison Square. Ohio Road. State wins that game. <laughs> I, I do the post game. I'm like, I, I think you're right. Panic button. But really, all eyes are on March. <laughs> I don't care about anything until March. Uh, I had two more shout outs. Shout out to a uh, Fox colleague, Terry Bradshaw, cancer free announced Man, on uh that was moving. Yeah. I love Terry Bradshaw. On, uh, uh, what, what do we, what do we call the show? The, I mean, the is a Fox, Fox NFL pregame. I think Fox NFL Sundays. Yeah. That, there, you that's what I've been yeah. <laughs> there you go. I had one of those, uh, late night <laughs> moments where you're like, what is the official title of Conan show? Yeah. That's why Conan just goes by Conan. Cause it's easy to remember. He's like, yeah, I don't need the late night with, but yeah. Um, Fox NFL Sunday, but Terry Bradshaw, uh, told a story of being cancer free and that was cool so, no it was very cool it, it was also like every time you get terry bradshaw on tv he's just like i don't know it's like familiar you know it's like familiar football um and then finally i got one more shout out and i'm done uh chris jans of mississippi state so uh my guy tate clayton you remember him love right? tate won clayton. the uh, club trillion foundation scholarship which, which we put on hiatus by the way for uh for a couple re it's not done we're bringing it back but i i didn't give one out this year because uh no, i won't get into it um but he won the initial scholarship. He he uh, he calls me out of the blue, kind of like Evan did on the show. <laughs> uh, uh, Mississippi State beats Texas A and M. He called me on Saturday night. Just I, I don't know, maybe he's just out having a good time on on the town. He just gives me a call and uh, he called me to tell me that Chris Jans has something cooking in Mississippi State. Chris Jans is the new coach of Mississippi State. Comes from New Mexico State. Nice. Has been a winner everywhere he's been. Yeah. Um, it's a big hire. They were excited. And about I just want to say that there's uh the. He's got something cooking is the official quote. So right. uh, I, I promised I promised my guy Tate, my the other Tate in my life, I promised him that I would give uh, Chris Jans a shout out and that Mississippi State basketball might be back. <laughs> We're so I, I'm related to Tate Clayton somehow. My dad's name is Clayton. Family that's, that's the, true. his mother's yeah, maiden yeah, name. Yeah. And then I'm I mean, I don't know. We're we're family at some point. So I uh I mean shout out to him. And I love that we just have guys that are just like, let me give you the scoop yeah. on my team. No, dude, that's how it works on the show. I mean, I yeah. want to remind all the listeners, like, all you have to do is just basically say, like, keep an eye on this. And I'll be like, all right, yeah, done. <laughs>
Speaking of, I had a Minnesota Done. fan bring bring up uh, Ben Jordan to me and Dawson Garcia, and he was like, "Minnesota this year, watch out for the yeah, Gophers, were, dude. Watch out." Am, for am I wrong? That works on me every single time. Yeah, you slide in the DMs, and you're like, "Watch out for the Gophers." Yeah, I, I will watch the Gophers. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, I, I've seen the Gophers. I saw them last year. I was like, I kind of like this team, and I came back to you. I was like, "What about Minnesota?" You're like, "Minnesota's not going to be good." Dog shit. I was like, "Oh well." I was like, "They impressed me." <laughs> Yeah, I'm not promising I'm going to stick with it, but like I'll give you a chance if you uh, you tell me to. So anyway, me. Mississippi State got some cooking. Got some Keep cooking. Uh, anybody else got shout outs? Is that Jim, shout out all the listeners for sending in dirty laundry, Titus and Tate at gmail.com. Keep them short, but send them in for next week. Keep them yeah. short. And if you want it to be read, definitely say this is to Jim. Like yeah. if you if you directed to Jim, I think you compliment have a Jim. Chance. Don't use big words. Um and keep it short and that's how you get it read right yeah there you go oh speaking right. of shout out to our old producer Tom Shady three hundred um we were with him um, he said that he pointed out uh Ryan Rosillo on Ryan Rosillo's show his Venmo <laughs> and it was an old bit on our show Kyle is a pauper and uh, we would always bring up his Venmo and like respect this man give him your two cents maybe a thought and you give him literally we two cents. But the Venmo is at Tom Shady three hundred. He he asked me to plug it <laughs> on the Did show. He, really? he asked me. Are you serious? He formally asked me to plug dude, it, dude. That's so. shameless. Well, it's Kyle. This is the NIL era, though. Yeah, that's what that's I how said. It works, dude. I he, said, "Welcome to the NIL." He owes era, me eight hundred dollars. Oh, he does. <laughs> yes. Well, maybe so. Fundraising. You should just send it. Does to he? My Venmo. Why, why does he owe you eight hundred dollars? What's your what's your, what's your Venmo? I don't know. He broke uh, your laptop. Mm-hmm. Sad on like it. a fit of rage, or oh, he just he's sad on it. I do remember that story. That's that was a hilarious story. That's that's tough. Like, it, <laughs> that's tough. I'm not going to make any jokes. It's not at even Kyle's the full expense, 800. But I don't want to make any jokes at Kyle's expense, but like sitting on something and breaking it. Well, the funny that's thing, like a, it's the never funny thing a, is, you don't want to be in that said, position. No. Is I mean, you can weigh 100 pounds yeah, and sit on something said, and yeah, break right? it, and you're all, all of a sudden, you're like, I, oh no. But the <laughs> funny thing was, we were on my balcony. He almost sat in a chair that had bird crap on it. And I'm like, yo, look out. You almost just sat in that. He's like, oh, okay. Then he goes inside and just sits on my laptop that has like. <laughs> The stickers and everything all over it on the couch. Well, at least it wasn't the bird shit, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle was victim to a lot of whoopee cushions. Yeah. In his youth, it sounds like. Yeah. It sounds like he was. Uh... <laughs> yeah. That's how you At Tom Shady 300. <laughs> <laughs> he really has to plug his bed, Shout out his quarterback, Dude, Mac we, Jones, we... for coming back before anyone thought he'd be back and playing under a fake name. Oh, quickly, yeah. Bailey quickly. Zappy. Bailey's happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Quickly, uh, football, just real quick. Uh, you're two a take. Yes or no? No. Okay. Yeah, same. I thought so too. Um, all right, that's the show. <laughs> I agree. I yeah, agree. I agree. Right there. That's the show. Uh send in emails, Titus and Tate at gmail.com. We will uh see you guys th- we'll, we'll recording on Thursday. We'll put it out mm-hmm. Friday. When do we put those out? We put them out Thursday? Try to get them out as say. soon as possible. Right. Thursday night. Thursday night. Mm-hmm. We'll see you Thursday night. <laughs>